Greetings, friends, and welcome to another edition of Pushing the Envelope, music decidedly left of center, featuring the finest in the outer realms of contemporary music, from the worlds of rock, jazz, classical, world music, spoken word, ambient, electro, acoustic, etc., 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 with a healthy dollop of new and classic progressive rock and jazz rock fusion. Today is April 1st. So I thought I would focus today's program on things that were sort of humorous. Starting with the music of John Oswald, his project Rascali Klepitoire, from an album on the phony PFONY label from 2020 entitled Classics from the Rascali Klepitoire. And we heard a track called Lontano Fon, translating respectively from Italian and French as distant wildlife. And John Oswald wrote a note to two people in relationship to this. It reads, please forgive me, Lucas, being Lucas Legety and Daniel Bjarnason for sending you this sound file unsolicited. But I think it will be of particular interest to you, Lucas, because one of the two composers in this mashup, to use the popular parlance, is your father, Georgi Legety, and you, Daniel, were the conductor and the inspired programmer of the juxtaposition of these two masterpieces, the other being Debussy's Prelude. My intervention stems from conversations that the pianist Marc-Andre Hamelin and I have been having about our mutual fascination with Lontano. I had the score and several recordings, but just recently found the Iceland Symphony performance recording on the internet, and you can find this up on YouTube. The sympathetic pairing with Debussy's Prelude made me curious about what they would sound like simultaneously. The complimentary, to my ears, result is so remarkable that I've invested time to reduce the room noise and particularly to eliminate audience coughing and then to mix rather extensively for interacting dynamics, which sometimes is contrary to what is scored. Anyway, I hope the result is something surprising and perhaps enjoyable. Best wishes, John Oswald. Ways you may make contact with yours truly, I'm Joel Crutt, and Pushing the Envelope in general, via email, Pushing the Envelope, W-H-U-S, all one word, at gmail.com, or go look up at the Twitter feed, at E-N-V-P-U-S-H-E-R, numeral one. Or, if you want to check the back log of episodes, go to podbean.com, look under Pushing the Envelope, and voila! Many shows for your listening enjoyment. So we're going to open phase one with a piece that immediately came to mind when I thought of humorous pieces, but it turned into something quite a bit different. So we're going to hear the complete version of uh, Scott Johnson's John Somebody from the CD of the same name re-released on the Sodic label in 2004 with some extra tracks in relationship to the original Nonesuch recording released in 1986. I went looking as, as I was ripping 
the CD to my computer so I could grab the tracks, I wanted to put a picture, so I grabbed a copy of the cover, and from where I was pulling it from, I noticed it had a birth date and a date of death, and it was six days ago. Scott Johnson uh, passed away at the age of 70 on the 24th of March, and I, I was just flabbergasted. So, yes, this is very humorous, <laughs> but at the same time, uh, we honor the memory and music of uh, Mr. Scott Johnson. And per his online notes on his website, John Somebody had its beginning in tape loops of speech, laughter, and crying that I made in the late 70s. From my source tapes, some made by simply recording one side of a telephone conversation, I chose short fragments that evoked the rhythms of dance music and rock songs and wrote down the approximate pitches of the words. Longer melodic lines were created by editing phrases and even individual notes together, the 12-bar melody of Involuntary Song 3 required a 25-foot tape loop. Quarter note equals 2 and 5 eighths inches, for those who want to know. The instrumental score is based on pitches and rhythms of the recorded voices, and the initial connection to popular music is seconded by the orchestration opening with all electric guitars, and later adding percussion and winds. To my knowledge, John Somebody was the first piece to use the transcribed pitches and rhythms of a recorded speaking voice as the basis for an instrumental score. I read that that idea predates Steve Reich and different trains by about six years. The technique is based on a simple observation. Although the pitches of speech are rarely stable or exact, when they are placed against a tonal center, the ear will tend to interpret a phrase as being in that mode or key. Similarly, repeated syllables resolve into a rhythm more regular than reality. Instrumental doubling and support creates a strong sense that the speech is in time and in tune, but when surrounded by instrumental doubling and support, the power of suggestion will create a strong sense that the approximate rhythms and pitches of the speech are in time and in tune. Precedents abound. Call and response is nearly universal in musical traditions worldwide. I was particularly aware of blues and Messian's transcribed bird songs as well. And as affordable tape recorders became common in the second half of the 20th century, speech joined myriad bangs, scrapes, and whooshes as a favorite subject for tape pieces. But with John Somebody, recorded speech became both source material and accompaniment for instrumental writing, a technique that spread as digital sampling became common in the mid-1980s. So, we will listen to Scott Johnson's complete version of John Somebody, composed between 1980 and 1982, as we enter phase one of today's Pushing the Envelope, here on 91.7 WHUS. You know who's in New York? Remember that guy, jo John Somebody? The, he, was a, he was sort of a... Remember that guy, 
John somebody? He was a he was sort of a he was a he was sort of a John somebody? No, he was a he was sort of a Remember that guy? He was sort of a he was John somebody? No, he was a he was a Remember that guy? He was a John somebody? No, he was in New York. Remember that guy? John somebody? He was a he was sort of a he was a he was sort of a he was a
was remember that guy? He was a John somebody. No, he was sort of Remember that guy? John somebody. No, he was sort of Remember that guy? He was a John somebody. John somebody that he was a he was sort of a What did I think of? I was thinking of coming. I was thinking about coming. Going. I'm thinking about it, but uh. Okay, well, oh, I just thought of something. What did I think of? I was thinking of coming. I was thinking about coming. Going. I'm thinking about it, but uh. Okay, well, oh, I just thought of something. What did I think of? I'm thinking about coming. Going. I'm thinking about it, but uh. Okay, well, oh, I just thought of something. I'm thinking about coming, going, I'm thinking about it, but, uh, okay, well, oh, I just thought of something, what did I think of? Thank you. 
I just thought of something. But uh, 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 but uh,
enjoyed our tribute to the late great Scott Johnson and his wonderful composition John Somebody out on the Tzaddik label. We are going to continue today's April Fool's show with music from cartoons because there's some really interesting and funny stuff. And we're going to start with an LP I picked up at a thrift store. What is today? Thursday. Called Magoo in Hi-Fi. Music by Dennis Farnan. And featuring the voice of Jim Backus as Mr. Magoo. And uh, Dawes Butler as Waldo. Dawes Butler, who showed up in very many Hanna-Barbera cartoons, the voice of Quick Draw, McGraw, among other folk. And we're going to hear Le Jazz Warm, and we're going to hear Mr. Magoo setting up his hi-fi. Welcome to Phase 2. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
child could build this do-it-yourself hi-fi set. Let's see now. Put record on turntable and turn power switch. Ah, ah. Yeah, but um. Oh, there's so much service noise. I can't hear the music. What orchestra is this? Uh, I'm trying to tell you, you plugged in the washing machine. Oh, great balls of fire. So I have rippling rhythm. Non-detergent jazz. Cool, man. Cool. Well, now, let's see. If I turn these wires around... Oh, blasted washing machine. What's the matter now? Well, I'll, I'll stick my head in and... It looks all right to me. <laughs> Maybe this wire. Oh! 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 Your nose is lighting up, Unc. It must be the wrong wire. Try this one. Waldo, you poor boy. No appreciation of the finer things. You confuse the time you don't. <laughs> the book says, turn base control for more bottom. <laughs> slowly, slowly, slowly. <laughs> For more eyes. E -e -e. <laughs> Gee, Unc, yeah, that's the most. <laughs> a wonderful reproduction. <laughs> Magoo, you are a, a sound genius. <laughs> Just like the book said. It must be the orthophonic curve. Uh, Marilyn who? Oh, Waldo, you do need help. You are so sick. <laughs> Listen. Enjoy. Great Scott! Jukebox bass? It must be the speaker cabinet. 
Hmm. Can't be the high fives, eh? Uh, they're tearing down the building next door, Ron. Well, I'll, I'll put a stop to that, Waldo. I tell you, can't do Magoo take steps and he... Hey, down there! Mind being quieter? Quiet, please! Quiet and quiet! Thank you. <laughs> oh! Oh, oh, those eyes. Listen to those eyes. Oh, it must be around 30,000 cycles. On oh, no, a hi-fi cycle, but what do? Now, who else but Magoo could hear 30,000 cycles? You can? Well, well, a high fido <laughs> Just a little joke, Fido. <laughs> Down, you beast. Your master's voice. Back on the paper. Captain's log. Cadet Stimpy and I have been stranded on the planet Ball Knob for the last 36 years. Our supplies are dangerously low, and we've had to breathe ammonia these last 18 years. Fortunately, we had to eat what was left of the ship. <sighs> At least the voices have stopped for a while. But I suspect I can no longer turn my back on Cadet Stimpy. The rigors of space travel have somehow twisted his mind. He's gone crazy. He's got the space madness.
Welcome back, friends. Hope you enjoyed Phase 2's review of the wonderful world of cartoon music, both from television and from classic film. Magic Toenail from Brack off the album Brack Presents, the Brack album starring Brack out on the Rhino Cartoon Network label from the year 2000. From Scott Bradley, who did many MGM cartoon soundtracks, we heard the entirety of Drag Along Droopy from a CD from 93 on the Milan label called Tex Avery Cartoons. Definitely check out Tex Avery stuff. It's hysterical. The man who went on to show up in rearrangements of his music by Carl Stalling in the Warner Brothers cartoons, Raymond Scott with the classic Powerhouse from Reckless Nights and Turkish Twilights, the music of Raymond Scott out on Columbia from 92. Then we heard in its entirety a soundtrack of There They Go Go, a Roadrunner Coyote cartoon featuring the musical stylings of Mr. Carl Stalling from the Carl Stalling Project. Music from Warner Brothers Cartoons, 1936 to 1958, out on Warner Brothers, of course, from 1990. From composer John Zorn, using that influence of the jump cut, very popular in cartoon music, brought to us a track called Roadrunner played by accordionist extraordinaire Guy Klusevic off his CRI Emergency Music release from 92, now out on New World Records, called Manhattan Cascade. We heard the end titles from the Jetsons. Doc Severinsen on trumpet, he of uh, The Tonight Show, Johnny Carson fame, on a three-CD set. Cartoon Classics and Wacky Sounds by Hanna-Barbera out on the Rhino Cartoon Network label from 2001. From Ren and Stimpy, Captain's Log, Space Madness. From the album You Idiot out on the Nickelodeon Sony Wonder label from 93. And then going back to 1957 when I was two years old. Composer Dennis Farron and his orchestra in tandem with Jim Backus as Mr. Magoo and Dawes Butler as Waldo in Magoo in Hi-Fi out on RCA Victor. We're going to wrap up today's Pushing the Envelope with two things. Some music from Canadian composer Hugh Lacane. Compositions slash demonstrations, 1946 to 1974. He did some humorous sketches having to do with various concepts in electronic and experimental music. We're going to hear Sounds to Forget. 
the opening of a mono recording made with Lacan's tone shifter, which combined frequency modulation with a complex filter used here to distort and satirize a demonstration for a stereo tape recorder. After that, we will hear this thing called Key from 1956, demonstrating the effects of tape speed change on what Lacan describes as a poor defenseless little piece recorded on a tape loop and repeated over and over while the playback speed is changed. And then we will hear Arcane Presents Lulu, Lacan's response to the use of barking dogs in a recording of Jingle Bells. From 1956, Lacan found an even more annoying sound, coloratura screaming. The melody line is constructed using the multi-track from the scream which ends Lulu's part in Albenberg's opera. And then we will wrap up today's festivities with a replaying, because I have to play this thing at least a couple of times a year, the most unwanted song. Komar and Melamed in tandem with Dave Soldier off a Needle Juice record release. Yes, you can get it on vinyl now from uh, three years ago, entitled The People's Choice Music. The People's Choice Music is the brainchild of Russian conceptual artists Vitaly Komar and Alexander Melamed. In the 90s, the duo conducted a series of polls to determine what aspects were liked and disliked in art. With this data, the two constructed most wanted and most unwanted paintings based on the results. Experimental musician Dave Soldier was enlisted to compose a musical extension of the project, resulting in the most wanted song and the most unwanted song. And the most unwanted song it has a rapping opera singer. It has a kid's chorus. It's got cowboy music. It's, it's really interesting and probably a reasonable extension of the uh, jump cut kind of stuff found in cartoon music. So it makes sense. Enjoy. Have a good week. Enjoy April Fool's Day. And we will see you next time. Until then. Take care. What you are listening to is a magnetic tape recording. It has now become something more. This particular machine, the FIP stereo unit, is one of today's finest examples. And so much a part of everyday life that they are seldom specifically called to mind. We have described it as an easy memory of yesterday. And since this is so, might we not let this tape recorder speak for itself? Stereophonic song supplies the imagination with all the material for a few moments of fun. Let's start our trip in downtown Toronto. Taxi! Taxi!
yourself at the opening night with a realism of the natural sound brought to you by stereophonic sound.
the most unwanted music.